So hello guys, um, this is episode 11 of season 2 of the Diary of a Balka Billionaire podcast and today I'm talking about being a personal brand. I'm going to talk about the advantages of it and some you know, disadvantages too that are likely to affect you if you use your own name to build a brand. You know, and I'm going to take some ideas I learned from Naval about Ravin Khan, uh, a great investor, who has impacted my personal life greatly. You know, and I'm going to, you know, talk about the things he believes in. He believes in three things that you need, you know, to get ahead in life, to get rich. You know, and he believes in specific knowledge, accountability, and leverage. So I'm going to talk shortly about this. You know, and then, so guys, let's write in. And um, also, guys, I. December this year would be the second uh, anniversary of the Diary of a Bulgar Billionaire podcast and I have some announcements um, in the coming days so stay tuned also about that. I'm here deliberating on what to do and the things we're going to be doing. Something different from what happened last year. right? So guys, I love you and I appreciate you for streaming the podcast over the last two years. So uh, let's get into it. Being your personal brand. I personally, I live with the analogy that I am the business, you know. So I invest more in my education, so I become better, and uh, uh, I'm able to solve more problems. All right. So I wrote this about myself earlier this year, in the truth. I said, I live with the analogy that I am the business. The more I invest in my education, the better I become, and the more problems I'm able to solve. I want to be able to succeed in 99 out of 100 other planets because. I know how to get things done, not because, uh, not just in one out of hundred because I got lucky in it, right? So that is my ideology, that is my faith. So I believe in the fact that, okay, Grace Group is my business, but I am the business, right? So I get myself educated, I get myself better, I get to know things so that if I succeed, I should be able to succeed almost everywhere because I'm able to get things done and not to succeed because I got lucky. You know and this is one of the things that I personally believe in so yeah so uh, you have to got to develop yourself you've got to you know train yourself and uh, that's very very important so being a personal brand you need these specific things which are three and I'm gonna speak about them uh, elaborate on them more and more as we go down so the first thing you need is specific knowledge you know and according to Naval Specific knowledge is knowledge that you cannot be trained for. Oh, okay, so he said, if society can train you, it can train someone else and replace you. It is found by pursuing your genuine curiosity and passion rather than whatever is hot right now. Or, when specific knowledge is taught, according to Naval, it is through apprenticeships, not schools. Specific knowledge is often highly technical or creative. It cannot be outsourced or automated and this is a very powerful statement by Naval here uh, so he said specific knowledge is probably one of the hardest thing uh, to get across uh, in today's generation and then this is one of the things that get most people confused because uh, we all we all have the idea that everything can be taught you know everything can be taught in school and it's not true often according to him and uh, 
and, and the, 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 like the most interesting things in life they are often not some of them are in uh in, in, inbound like you're born with them like they're part of your dna or there were skills you learned when you were younger or maybe there were things uh it's actually something that is really hot right now something that no one else has learned to do like blockchain technology that um satoshi nakamoto came up with you know that has changed the way we trans, uh, transfer value and now everybody's talking about crypto and the metaverse so that is something uh very very important and no as you grow older when you're in your 20s going to your 30s content of all it is not or uh, it's almost impossible to say okay i want to uh like uh i want to choose which specific knowledge you want to have but you, by that time you already have to look uh, at something you have built uh, at that point in time when growing up to this very point right and it's something that you can build on top to get better and ahead in life so according to naval as i said earlier specific knowledge cannot be trained for you cannot be trained for specific knowledge if you can be trained for it said society will train other people and replace you uh so that is very very important and then specific knowledge is mostly found in what pursuing your in uh things that are curious you're pursuing your curiosity so like he gave an example said if someone goes and gets a degree in psychology and then becomes a salesperson well if they were already a formidable salesperson a high grade salesperson to begin with then the psychology degree is, le- is a leverage right it arms them and they do much better at sales but if they were always an introvert never very good at sales and they are trying to use psychology to learn sales they are just not going to get uh, uh, that great at it and that is ex- uh, extremely essential here so uh, specific knowledge is found more by pursuing your inner talents your genuine curiosity and your passion it's not about going to school for whatever is the hardest job. It's not for going to school whatever or what or for going to whatever fields investors say is the hardest, right? So this is very very important, and I hope this goes a long way to help somebody as it helped me. So I'm just sharing this because this has changed my life personally. So I'm just sharing this with you too, All right? So excuse me. So if you are not um, 100% into somebody else, who is 100% into it? Okay, so if you're not some, if you're not 100% into something, and someone else is 100% into it, he will perform you. He will outperform you, and that's very true. And they won't let, uh, just they won't just outperform you by a little bit. They will they will outperform you by a lot, uh, because we are now operating in the domain of ideas. Compound interest really applies, and leverage really applies. So this is. Um, very 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 essential you know so if you are operating with thousand times leverage and someone else right now uh, is operating with 100 okay 80% of the time and somebody else is right now 90% of the time and the person who is right 90% of the time will literally get paid hundreds of times more by uh, by the market because of the leverage and because okay he's talking about leverage here so he said building specific knowledge will look like play to you so very often it's not something that you sit down and then you just reason about it it's more found by observation you almost have to look back on your own life and see what you're actually good at okay for example i want to okay he give an example about him his, his own life he wanted to be a scientist and that's where a lot of um, his moral moral hierarchy comes from so uh, he views uh scientists sort of at the top of the production chain of humanity 
and a group of scientists who have made real uh, breakthroughs and contributions that probably added more to human society. He think that any single other class of human beings. Okay, just talking about scientists. So, uh, so uh, okay, so this is a very 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 so good important thing. So specific knowledge is you have to look at your own journey, your own life, your own inner talents, the things that you are capable of doing that nobody else can. Something that maybe you learned at a younger age, something that is in the, uh, new and emerging that no one else knows nothing about. You can look forward to what to build upon, and that is very 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 uh, essential about specific knowledge. So you cannot be trained for it. So you may go to school to, to get trained to actually become better in your specific knowledge which is uh, maybe, maybe it could be selling, it could be speaking, it could be marketing, it could be designing, it could be anything else out there, right? But you cannot be trained for it because everybody in the same class, in the same batch gets trained for the same thing. So you all come out here as engineers, you all come out here as doctors, you all come out here as um, businessmen or with an MBA, with a, with a civil engineering degree and you are all the same. But what differentiates you is that particular thing that you alone is capable of doing. And then with, our, with, our, uh, with the additional knowledge you have gained from engineering, you become better at it. And this is how a specific knowledge can be uh, identified and then you, know, you can be able to work, to work on it and become better and better in life. So that is how you can identify your specific knowledge. Look into yourself. Find out the things you are capable of doing. Find the things that or you learned at a younger age, or maybe something that is right—a a new discovery that no one else knows about. You can leverage on to become better and ahead in life. Because you should be able to get paid for that specific knowledge, and then uh, that is how we go ahead. So we are done with specific knowledge. Now let's go to accountability. Okay, and he said, embrace accountability and take business risks under your own name. Society will reward you with responsibility, equity, and leverage. So to get rich, you need leverage. Okay, so leverage comes in labor, comes in capital. I'll talk about leverage later. So, uh, so he said to get uh, so to get leverage, to get equity, to get people's attention, you need to build credibility, and you have to do it under your own name as much as possible, which is very risky. So accountability is a double-edged thing. It allows you to take credit when things go well and to be the, uh, the brunt of the failure when things go badly. Clear accountability is very important. Without accountability, you don't have incentives. Without accountability, you can't build credibility. But you take risk. You risk failure. You risk humiliation. You risk failure, and, uh, failure under your own name. Luckily, in modern society, there's no more debtors prison. And people aren't imprisoned or executed for losing other people's money. But we are still socially hardwired to not fail in public under our own names. The people who have the ability to fail in public under their own names actually gain a lot of power. I think that is very true for myself. I have been publicly disgraced, called names, and you know, been through a lot of shaming and all from childhood to this early, all this stage. But I gained so much power because I take the power back from the people and I'm able to do whatever I want without caring about what other person thinks about me. So, uh, so okay, you know, okay. So, <clears throat> uh, okay, so he said, in the olden days, the captain was expected to go down with the ship. 
If the ship was sinking, then literally the last person to get off was the captain. Accountability does come with real risk, but we are talking about a business context, okay, in, in, in or generally life context. So the, the risk here would be you would probably be the last one to get your capital back out, okay? So like, let's say you, you created a startup and you have investors come in, uh, VCs, TV money. So if you are, you're filing for bankruptcy or you're probably going out of uh, you know, business, you'll be the last one to get your money back because you have to pay investors, pay workers, pay venture capitalists, pay uh, creditors, you know. So yeah, that's the risk here. Uh, it'll be the last one to get paid. And the time that you put in, the capital you put into the company, these are all risk because you have got to put a lot of your time, maybe the time you want to care about your wife, your kids and your family, and maybe other things you have been working on, you spend on the business and that would be risk too. Okay, so you have to realize that in modern society, the downside risk is not that large, and that's very true. Even personal bankruptcy can wipe the debts clean in uh, in good ecosystem, and that's very true. Uh, like so, in most familiar with um, like mostly the familiar part uh, is like with Silicon Valley, but generally people will forgive failures as long as you were honest, made a high integrity effort. And that is very true. So there's not really that much to fear in terms of failure. And so people should take on a lot more accountability than they do. And that is very true. So be accountable, come out here, kill that uh, fear of what people are going to think about you. Kill that, uh, oh, if I fail, I'll, I'll ruin my own name, I'll ruin my family name. Just gotta take that risk. If you fail and you're honest enough, people will forgive you. Maybe, yeah. That's, so be accountable. Accountability is important to build the personal. But look at the people like Donald Trump. When Trump or Trump, the Trump organization, everything Trump, Trump winery, Trump hotels, Trump golf, everything Trump, right? Uh, he was praised for being a great person in America, and to others, he is worst person in America because of what happened uh, at the Capitol on the January in January 2020 and all that, right? So it, it has. That's what uh, was, I said earlier, that both sides could affect you positively, could affect you negatively. But you know, it's only a few people who have the boldness that just put their name out there on the brand. Like Elon Musk, like uh, Oprah Winfrey, you know, a few others who are willing to put their own name uh, in the market. You fail, go terribly against you, you lose your reputation. Uh, but if you are sincere enough, you're always going to bounce back. Okay, and then, yeah, so take more risk, be more accountable have credibility because it gives you the ability to get leverage and that's what I'm going to talk about next. You get equity, get people's trust and then you can move ahead in life. So the third thing you need uh, to be able to enhance your personal brand is what? Your, is leverage. You know, so Naval says find a position of leverage. We live in an age of infinite uh, leverage and the economic rewards for genuine intellectual curiosity have never been higher than we are right now. Following your genuine intellectual curiosity is a better foundation for a career than following whatever is making money right now. And that's very true. Knowledge only uh, you know, or only a small set of people knows, is going to come out of your passions and your hobbies. Oddly enough, and that's very true. If you have hobbies around your intellectual curiosity, you are more likely to develop this passion. If it entertains you now, but it will bore you someday, it's a distraction. Keep looking. Okay, and that's very true. So, uh, I only re really want to do things for their own sake. 
that is one definition of art. Whether it is business, exercise, romance, friendship, whatever, I think the meaning of life is to do things for their own sake. Ironically, when you do things for their own sake, you create best work. Even if you are just trying to make money, you you actually be the most successful. Uh, okay, so the year I generated the most wealth for myself was actually the year I worked the least hard and cared the least about the future. I was mostly doing things for the sheer fun of it. I was basically telling people I'm I'm retired, I'm not working. Then I had the time for whatever was my highest value project in front of me. By doing things for their own sake, I did them at their best. So the less you want something, uh, the less you are thinking about it. The less you are obsessing over it, the more you are going to do it in a natural way. The more you are going to do it for yourself, uh, yeah, you are going to do it in a way you are good at and you are going to stick with it. The people around you will see the quality of your work is higher. Pull your intellectual curiosity more than whatever is hot right now. If your curiosity ever leads you to a place where society eventually wants to go, uh, you get paid extremely well. And that's very true. I myself have been uh, a beneficial of this. You know, so you are more likely to have skills society does not yet know uh, on how or does not yet know how on how to train people to do. And that's true. I have knowledge that society doesn't know how to train artists. And I have over 11,000 members in my academy. I'm probably going to 20 and 100,000 in the next decade. You know, so get that specific knowledge. Because people society don't yet know much about the knowledge and you can be able to train artists. And even schools and universities will even invite you over to develop courses and programs uh, for, for these things, right? Uh, I said, if, if you can, uh, if you can, uh, if they can replace you then they don't have to pay you a lot, right? Do you want to know how to do something other people don't know how to do at a time period when the skills are in demand? So if they can trade, okay, then that's basically what it is right now, right? So you get rewarded uh, by society for giving it what it wants and, it, and does not uh, know how to get it elsewhere. A lot of people think you can go to school and study for how to make money, but the reality is there's no skill called business. And that's quite true. Think about what product or service uh, society wants, but does not yet know how to get. You want to become the person who delivers it and delivers it at all, uh, delivers it at scale. That's really the challenge of how to make money. Uh, so now the problem is becoming good at whatever it is. It moves around from generation to generation, but a lot of it happens to uh, to, uh, to be in technology. Oh, okay. So. There are three broad classes of leverage, and uh, the first form of leverage is labor. Like having other humans working for you. No, this is the oldest and most known form of leverage, uh, and actually not a great one in the modern world. But you know, most people say I have 50 workers, I have 100 workers, and I only have, I think, nine workers in this group. And the people think that like, my company is smaller because I have only nine workers, because they believe in having many workers means you have a lot of. Uh, capital, your, your company is big, your stuff, no, but I actually make 100 times more money than those I know of 10, 150,000 workers, but I have only nine. And because, yeah, that's the oldest form of leverage. So I personally have, I think, about nine workers, full time workers in grade school, and uh, a few others who help sometimes, part time. And uh, 
But when I tell my friends I have only nine workers, they, they make fun of me and say your campaign is not big enough. But if you really look at the books, the accounts, I make hundred times, thousand times how much they make. That's why they have they uh, beaten me in the number of staff by ten times or more. Right? So um, people would argue that this is the worst form of leverage that you can possibly use. Managing other people is increasingly messy and that's a problem. I have a problem with people. I get calls with my employees every day. I think I'm very impatient. I want them to do it right now. Some of them have other things to do too. So it's very difficult to manage a lot of people. So it requires tremendous leadership skills. You are one sub or up from a opportunity of getting eaten or torn apart by the mob. That's quite true. Managing a lot of people can be hectic and so oh yeah. So that's the uh, oldest form of leverage. So uh, if you can get some things automated, if you can get things done with few people, I really love a few people working, a, few t uh, a less team, a team with less members so we can do great things together. But, yeah, but as you grow, you have no choice but to employ more people, but try to reduce as much as possible. So the first form of leverage is labor. If you always have people working for you, that's one thing you have to understand, right? The next thing is money. Money is also another form of leverage. It means that every time you make a decision, you multiply it with money. Capital is a, tr is a trickier form of leverage to use. It is more modern. It is the one that people have used to get fabulously wealthy in the last century. It's probably been the dominant form of leverage in the last century. You can see this by looking for the richest people. It is bankers, politicians. Uh, it is bankers. Politicians in corrupt countries who print money, essentially, People who, okay, it, it, it is bankers, politicians uh, who print money in corrupt countries, you know, essentially people who move large amounts of money around. So if you look at the top very uh, top of very large companies, outside of a technology company, in many, many, many large old companies, the CEO job is a really a financial job. Okay, so uh, it scales very, very well. If you get good at managing capital, you can manage more and more capital much more easily than you can manage more and more people. And that is very true, right? Um, that is very, very true. So, uh, in as much as other, other people would want to grow their staff, you know, to get more work done, I'd rather be able to manage more capital to get more money back. And that's what we've been doing in Grace Group in the last decade. And um, last year we made a lot of money from just managing little capital in the next or uh, in the last two years. Uh, the crypto market has not really been healthy, but we have other investments and other things ongoing which are going to pay really well, right? So uh, managing money is through and uh, it pays up. It's essentially very important. And I have been a beneficiary of this myself. I've learned to manage money and be able to multiply it. And uh, money is a very good leverage. Uh, I've been able to uh, get invited to speak in places I didn't know I would be there. I've visited countries I didn't know I could go. Many cities, seen many people, met people that were distant, you know, uh, slept in hotels I didn't even dream of as a child. You know, getting invited by crypto or project developers to invest as a venture capitalist, participating in IDOs, ICOs, you know, launch parties, so many more because of I have money to be able to pay for them. I know people who are more knowledgeable than me, who have more experience than me, who have been in crypto before me, but they do not have this access because they do not have the leverage. They do not have the money the developers want to have invested. But I have it, and they invite me to meet them. And I, if I like it, I put my money in and I get rewarded for that. And the thing is, the more uh, money you have, the more money you're going to get because you're going to get the better opportunities. You get to choose from the best of them all and put your money where you can take 10 exits in a year, 100 exits in, uh, in two years. 
and then thousand x i mean thousand times uh, get back in one thousand times in in a decade and that is very very profitable so go for money manage money well because if you can manage money well you will be able to get more leverage from other people that's a very very powerful form of leverage so uh the next form of leverage which is the last one is product uh is product with no marginal cost of duplication uh, this can be include books media movies and code and also including podcasts so this podcast i get paid for it you know and i really don't have to do much i just have to study come and record and it's your love for me that makes it you get paid for streaming so this is a product that, that do not require marginal cost of replication and that's very very important code as i said is most probably the most powerful form of permissionless leverage all you need is a computer you don't need anyone's permission so uh forget rich versus poor white color versus blue it's not leverage versus unleveraged and this is very very important so the most interesting and most important form of leverage is the idea of products that have no marginal cost of replication this is the new form of leverage this was uh only invented in the last few hundred years it started with the printing press it accelerated with the broadcasting media and it's now really blown up with the internet and with coding now you can multiply your effects without involving other humans without needing money from other humans and this is very, very important i can record my podcast by myself edit by myself post it by myself and get paid and the money is all mine all i have to pay is taxes that's very very true leverage on social media maybe you have and this way you can bring your, your specific knowledge right and then your accountability and then you leverage it by just going on the computer and saying a word you love it and that's why we have so many influencers tiktokers you know content creators who are on their youtube getting paid for doing the things that people love to watch like mark angel comedy which is one of my favorite i've been following since 2012 and it's been great i've never missed a single episode of his uh his comedy he makes he's funny he makes me laugh and he gets paid for that so that is very very important so uh book is also a form of leverage like uh like long ago you have to have to sit in the lecture hall and lecture each of the uh the chapters personally but now you just have to uh, reach uh, a few hundred people you know to have been like you can just go to uh, you can be in uh, africa you can be in america you can be in canada you can be in dubai and be everywhere because of your book you don't have to go there personally digitally people can even download your book and buy a book on amazon and so more so much more uh the newest form of leverage is where all new fortunes are made all the new billionaires for the last generation fortunes were made by capital the people who made fortunes were the warren buffett of the world but the new generation's fortunes are all made through code or media Joe Rogan making 50 million a year to 100 million a year from his podcast. I, I mentioned podcast earlier. So you're going to have uh, Pew uh, Daipai. I don't uh, know how much money he's rolling in. That's the highest guy. Uh, I think uh, Mr. Beast has overtaken him now, you know, from uh, with the highest number of YouTube subscribers, I think. Yeah. So I don't know how much money he's rolling in, but he's, a, he's bigger than the news. And of course, there's Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, Larry Page, Sergey Brin, Bill Gates, and Steve Jobs. Their wealth is all code-based leverage. This is a very powerful example. So probably the most uh, interesting thing to keep in mind uh, about new forms of leverage is that they are permissionless. They don't require somebody else's permission for you to use them or, or succeed. For labor leverage, somebody has to decide to follow you, 
how to decide to work for you, how to decide to give you their time. Okay, uh, for capital leverage, somebody has to give you money to, in, uh, to invest or to turn in, it into a product. It's some big creditors willing, where this is where your accountability comes in. Code, uh, but, but in coding, writing books, recording podcasts, tweeting, uh, YouTubing, these kinds of things are permissionless. You don't need anyone's permission to do them. And that's why they are very uh, egalitarian. They are great uh, what, equalizers of leverage. Every great software developer, for example, now has an army of robots working for him at night time while he's or, he or she sleeps. After they are written the code, it keeps cranking away. And that is very true. So you are never going to get rich renting your time. Whenever you, um, whenever you, can, uh, you can in life, optimize your independence rather than pay. If you have independence and you are accountable on your output as opposed to your input, that is the dream. So this is very, very, very powerful form of leverage. And, and, and then I think I'll bring it to an end here. And now uh, that is very, very powerful. This is how you can build your personal brand. Uh, you can build a personal brand by what? Uh, you need specific knowledge, which is knowledge you can't be, tra- you can't be trained for. Because if society can train you, you can train somebody else. You know, you need to uh, actually, uh, when you are in your 20s already, I think I'm talking to most people like in your 20s, you have to actually find something that is uh, not known in society yet, something that is new. You can see new technologies coming up every day. You know, like Satoshi Nakamoto brought blockchain into, though crypto, cryptography was already there, but it was not very popular until 2009. He brought it into being Bitcoin as one of the biggest assets in history, which has changed many lives, including mine, right? So that's specific knowledge. You have got to uh, pay attention to your innate ability, something that you were born with, uh, uh, ideas or skills or talents that you developed when you were younger. And all these things come into play and you need accountability you need to be credible you need a good uh, you need to good, build good relationships with people and that comes with credibility you need to have a good name people are afraid to fail because in public because they think they'll get ruined or but if you're sincere enough and you fail publicly you, you get the power because that's the thing if you fail you get criticized you get insulted in public that's where you gain power so don't be afraid to be accountable and be credible and lastly you need leverage and uh, there are three forms of leverage which is labor leverage which is people working for you and that's the oldest form of leverage but yeah at some point you need some people to work for you the second form of leverage is capital leverage which is very very important the more money you have the more money you're going to get and the last leverage is labor i mean product without what marginal cost of replication which is permissionless free and anyone can do it podcasting writing educating and a lot more so i think i have been able to build this tree not to uh, uh some extent but yeah i'm building all i uh, have specific knowledge i have uh, accountability and i have leverage so i'm as you grow you are need you might need to increase all the tree to get ahead in life so everybody needs this get ahead in life bless you have a great time and i also wanted to tell you that uh next month will be the second anniversary of the diet of the balkan Premier podcast and i have a lot more to say do enjoy your time and have a great month in the year and ahead love you martin sutando signing out